Yo, what is up, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Excuse the Miamians. It is finally your 13th episode, and it is August 30th, 2023. I have to say, I took a little bit of a break. It was like a three-day break, but there hasn't really been much going on in sports except for the Marlins playing, but the Marlins had Monday off, and Sunday there wasn't really any big news. I will say the biggest news has been the Dolphins. There's just been a lot of uh, of of Dolphins news, football news in general, because of roster cuts and everything. But this has been the longest stretch since I started the podcast. So I'm sorry if you've been tuning in every single episode. But if you guys haven't followed yet and you are brand new, please follow the podcast, share it with your friend. Be like, hey, do you know what Excuse the Miamians is? And they'll be like, nah, I don't. And you just be like, it's the best podcast for Miami sports. That's all you got to do. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to be talking about the Miami Dolphins roster today. Because they cut down to 53, like I said earlier. Some people did not make the cut. And we also got some Christian Wilkins news and Jonathan Taylor. We got Inter-Miami playing Nashville today for their second game that Messi is going to be playing in MLS play. Obviously, the other games were cups, so that does not count as MLS. And then we got the Marlins. They just continue to lose. I do not know what has happened ever since the All-Star break. We were reaching record numbers, and now, no way. And then we got some Miami Heat news. Nothing about Damian Lillard, but it's going to be about Jovich because this guy has been balling out in the FIBA World Cup. I'll get into the FIBA World Cup later, but it is literally the World Cup of basketball, which in the United States, for some reason, we don't really care about it. But we really should because we are the the best. We, we have the best players in the world. But anyway, Miami Dolphins roster is finally at 53. And I don't know if I'll name every 53 play, you know, all 53 players, but I do want to say there were some players that we might have thought were going to make it and they did not. But I'll go ahead and I'll say that Gaskin did not make the cuts and Gaskin has been with us for a really long time. He actually did what he was supposed to do whenever players got injured. He stepped up. It sucks that he got cut, but I understand we have a huge running back room right now. Adding Jonathan Taylor would have been great, but hey, it is what it is. Gaskin did get picked up. I think it was by Las Vegas, so I'm glad that he was able to find another place to play. And Chosen Anderson got cut as well. A lot of people thought that uh, Chosen was going to be with us, but we did sign him. But unfortunately, he just didn't make cuts. We also have a stacked wide uh, wide receiver crew. And he also had a pretty big contract. So one of those two things probably had to play a factor. Either he didn't play good in cut, I mean, in preseason, or it was the money issue. And then last but not least, Noah Igbenogamy, cornerback from the Brian Flores era. It was his pick. He got, you know, Noah. And it was a first-round pick. I would say it was a failed cornerback pick. He did not play great. He uh, He didn't do a lot besides getting a pick during Pittsburgh. During that game and national television, that Thursday night game where Tua came back. But if it wasn't for that pick, we would have not won. But he was there at the right time, right place. He gave us a lot of joy that day. I will say that. But either that, he's always been getting, you know, crossed in routes. He's always getting juked. He's always late to the play. And I understand why the Dolphins let him go. They actually traded him over to the Cowboys. And the Cowboys had sent us one of their old second round picks. Uh, Can't name it off the top of my head right now. But it was like pretty much trading a corner for a corner, and it's okay. We got rid of Noah. It didn't work out, but Dolphins tried everything they could. They even kept them on the, on the roster last year, like I said, and things just didn't work out. 
Jonathan Taylor is not a Miami Dolphin anymore. I mean, well, he isn't. He wasn't going to be a Miami Dolphin. News came out that he was willing to take a pay cut to join the, the Dolphins. And one of the things that happened was that they wanted the Colts wanted Jalen Waddle. And I think that everybody, as soon as, as that, as Greer heard that he probably clicked the phone, he's like, I'm not going to be giving out Waddle to nobody. And he actually had a press conference today and he said, I will never give Waddle up for anybody. Meaning that we're probably going to end up signing him eventually to a long-term contract, but Waddle's our boy, man. I do want to say that Christian Wilkins did not get his extension, which sort of sucks because you wanted it to happen before this season. You wanted him, you know, you already want to have him for the rest of the four or five years that you wanted to sign him for. And they went ahead and they ended up paying Sealer, which I will say Sealer's a great player, but man, it did not look good when I think it was Ian Rappaport that he, that he put out that the Dolphins went ahead in a different route and they signed, they signed Sealer instead of Wilkins. And it was meaning, it sounded like the Dolphins were trying to get rid of, uh, rid of Wilkins, but then something happened and the, you know, they did a press conference. Christian Wilkins goes out. He says, there's nobody that wants to play in my, um, that wants to be a Miami Dolphin more than me. And he just wants to stay in Miami. He said, uh, Chris Greer spoke today too. And he said that there were no trade, trade, uh, negotiations. He didn't want to go anywhere else. He wants to be a Dolphin. So it means that they're trying to just get him signed long-term. I understand that he didn't get a lot of sacks last year, but man, you got to sign this guy already, bro. He did everything. I think he got 98 tackles. And for somebody from a defensive lineman to get 98 tackles, yo, you got to sign this man. And he is one of the captains. He is one of the locker room guys. And I also have to say, he's been somebody that hasn't made a huge fuss or a show, just like Damian Lillard. He, they both haven't done that. And he hasn't gotten paid, which sucks. And he deserves it, man. He really does. But Chris Greer did say that they're, they are going to go back to contract negotiations next year. Imagine if this year Wilkins just goes off, starts sacking everybody. I think that eventually Chris Greer is going to be like, all right, here's your contract that you wanted. But it's been a little hard for Dolphins fans not to get, you know, Christian Wilkins signed. The Dolphins roster is at 53. So I'll be talking about it a little bit. I did want to just say team players who didn't make it before I went, you know, talking about the other stuff. But... Nobody knew if we were going to be running three quarterbacks or not. They didn't know if Skyler Thompson was going to take Mike White's position and finds out Dolphins are doing the same thing as last year, which is a smart move just in case of injuries. God forbid. But we have two, obviously, first stringer, and then we don't know who's going to be at the second string, but we got Mike White and Skyler Thompson both making the team. Our running backs are going to be Jeff Wilson Jr., Raheem Mostert. They're probably going to be the one-two punch. We got Alan, Alec Ingold. Our fullback, we got Chris Brooks, Salvin Ackman, and Devon A-Chain. Our tight ends, huge problem last year because Mike Gusecki couldn't block. He could only catch, and we needed a more blocking you know, scheme. So we got Julian Hill and Durham Smythe. Wide receivers, like I said earlier, Chosen did not make it, but we do have a really stacked one. So we got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Cedric Wilson, Eric Ezukama, River Craycraft. I almost said River Rayraft. And then we also got Braxton Burials. So we got a huge, huge, good wide receiver core. O-lines are going to be a little bit of an issue. Terrence Armstead is injured, but he is expected to play week one. So that's good news. And we got Robert Hunt. Besides that, everybody else is probably going to be an experiment. Because I don't know how Eichenberg is going to play. We don't know how Robert Jones is going to play. 
We don't know who's going to be playing, who's going to get injured. But, man, I feel like one of the biggest issues that the Dolphins have had in recent years is that we pay literally everybody. But instead of paying everybody, that could be a good lineman. We just want to pay other players. I feel like we need to solidify that line, especially with Tua. I don't think Tua is an injury-prone player. I just think that, you know, the, the concussion hit could happen to anybody. And besides that, if he didn't have those concussions, he probably could have played an entire season. So our defensive linemen are going to be Raekwon Davis, Emmanuel Ogwa. We got Brandon Pilly, which never heard of it. I think that I think he is somebody that was in the in uh, that made the cuts, obviously, but he was somebody that just undrafted goes up. We also got Zach Sealer and Christian Wilkins. I I do love Ogba, Sealer, Wilkins, and Davis. They always play great together. They've been together for a really long time. So we'll see what happens there. We got line, our linebackers. Andrew Van Ginkle made the team again. I love him and his Goldilocks hair. Come on, baby. Let's go. We got Jalen Phillips. He's going to be a stud. We're going to have to pay him in the future, too. We got Bradley Chubb. We got Duke Riley. We got Jerome Baker. We got Channing Tindall. It's great. Our cornerbacks. This is not going to be bad. Um, but first couple weeks, because we don't have Jalen Ramsey, it's going to suck. But we got Eli Apple, Xavier Howard, Kelvin Joseph, Cater Kohu, Jalen Ramsey, and Cam Smith. Cater's going to be amazing this season. Last year, oh my gosh, he played so great. So I cannot wait for him. I hope he starts shining more because he deserves it. Nick Needham is also on the Dolphins roster, but he is on the injured reserve or whatever you want to call it. He won't be playing for like the first four games. So it's all good. Our safeties are going to be Javon Holland. Future player we're going to have to play to pay, by the way. We also got Brandon Jones, Verone McKinley, Elijah Campbell, and Deshaun Elliott. And special teams, we got Jake Bailey, Blake Ferguson, and Jason Sanders. So that's the entire Dolphins 53-man roster. If you guys, what do you guys think about it? I'll put it down in the comments. Did you want the Dolphins to get Jonathan Taylor? Are you mad that we couldn't sign Wilkins to an extension? Let me know. But... I'm happy with it. I do think this roster could potentially make some big noise, especially if the Dolphins can get to the playoffs. But the first thing we got to do is win one playoff game. AFC East is going to be stacked. I'm probably going to be going over the entire Dolphins schedule next week, which is game week. But I'm super excited for that. Actually, I might just do it this weekend because I, I want to, for the next week, what I want to do is I want to start going through all the games Starting on Wednesday, I'll probably be going through all the games and then I'll leave the last one for the Dolphins. So I'll do a Dolphins only episode for that. I'm just really excited to see what the Dolphins do this season. It's going to be a huge test because this schedule is probably, I think it's the second toughest. Like I think I said on the other episodes, second toughest schedule. I know that we have some big league, you know, some big time names that we have to play, especially in the first like five weeks. But can the Dolphins do it? Yes. And we hope so. Let's just hope that we have a long and healthy season. Moving on to Inter-Miami. We're playing Nashville today. And the last epi- uh, the last game, we played the New York Red Bulls. We won, so we're not last place anymore. Thank God the messy era has officially started. Inter-Miami playing Nashville. And that might sound familiar, but we did play Nashville in the League's Cup Final. They're going to want some revenge. And they're not a bad team at all. They are not. They are a great team. I mean, imagine, it went to 11-11 penalties, dude. We went goalie to goalie. If it wasn't for that, I don't know how many more penalties we would have taken. But the game was pretty wild. I'm I'm expecting for them to want to get some revenge. They're going to want to win. 
And I believe that in today's game, they're going to be doing like a little ceremony because we haven't played home. Believe it or not, since the League's Cup final, I mean, since like I think the League's Cup, the third round or fourth round, we haven't played home in a long time. I think we haven't played home in like three weeks. So this is going to be the first home game in a really long time. They're going to be showing off the League's Cup trophy and probably do like a little presentation at the beginning. So if you go to the game, you're going to be getting some nice, nice, you know, a nice view. You're getting the look at the brand new trophy, baby. And I'm excited for that. So Tata Martino did say that Messi will be playing the next two games. So he's going to be playing against Nashville today. And then tomorrow he's probably, I mean, next uh, Sunday, he's going to be playing against LAFC. He will not be playing after that probably for two games because it is international break. And the thing that sort of sucks about the MLS is Tata Martino was talking about this earlier. But what sucks is that the MLS does not stop for international play. So if you're facing, I think half of our roster is going to be gone because half of our roster or more than half got called up to represent their country for international play. So the, the, the Inter-Miami is going to be playing with literally nobody. We're going to be playing no, not with Messi, not with Kramaski, not with, you know, uh, Campbell. I mean, Calendar. We're not going to be playing with almost nobody. It's it's It sucks. So we're going to be, it's going to be a little low, but we'll see what happens. Tata Martino did say that the MLS is looking into stopping, you know, that's like a messy effect, by the way, because they're going to be playing these games without Messi and MLS is getting a lot of recognition just because of Messi. So Messi comes into the league and Tata Martino says that the MLS for next season might start like stop playing those games during international break. And that would be the best thing. Because you're not even playing with your full squad. If Miami's going to want to go to the playoffs, they're going to have to win a couple of these games. So we'll see how that goes. The, at least the games that Messi's going to be gone, it's not going to be the hardest challenge. There are teams that are pretty decent, but not the best either. So Miami could still be in play for that. I do want to say as well that Jordi Alba officially retired from international play from Spain. So that does mean that he's probably going to end up playing while Messi's gone. Same thing for Busquets. I don't think Busquets is in the squad anymore for international play for Spain. So the fact that Busquets and Alba are probably going to be there, that's a really good sign for us. But when Messi gets back, he's probably going to take another day off. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how it plays. But hopefully Inter-Miami does win today because they're going to need this one. It's a really big one. If you don't win, hopefully you get a tie. But you already know, we need to go in there to win the game. We're going to be moving out to the Marlins. I feel sort of bad because, man, we had just an amazing run. Then all of a sudden, an all-star break happens, and we just start just dying. I don't know what the hell just happened on the Marlins, but we did a full 360. The Marlins ended up, the last time I spoke to you guys, I said we're going to be having a series against the Nationals. The Marlins ended up losing that series, and it sort of sucks because on Saturday, Marlins were winning the game. We go into the ninth, and... Our homeboy goes to close out the game once again, and he fails it again. I'm telling you, the 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 closer spot is just always cursed for the Marlins. It's like the Dolphins that we never win a playoff game or whatever. It's just the same thing for the closer role. We just can't do anything with it. So I don't know. They ended up telling Anderson he can't be a closer anymore. They moved it up to another person. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen with the with the with the Marlins, but Closer role needs to be fixed. Marlins ended up winning on Sunday. So imagine they would have closed that game out. They would have beat Nationals. That would have been great. That's two of one. You're starting off good. 
But then yesterday, the Marlins are playing to the Rays, and we just got smoked. Sandy started off amazing until the sixth inning. The Marlins were up 2-1. to one. Unfortunately, Sandy, I'll tell you what happened. Sandy ended up allowing a hit, another run scores. But then Sandy's pitching, right? And I think he was like at 96 pitches, and there was two outs. So, of course, Skip Schumacher's going to leave him in there. And then they went on a 10-pitch at-bat. That was the problem. Sandy goes up to like 103 pitches, and then he walked him. So then he goes up to play the next batter. And the next batter, he has two strikes on him again. And then all of a sudden, it's like another 10 bat, you know, at-bat inning. So it sort of sucks because Sandy had the chance to close it. And I understand I understand why Skip did not want to sit him down. I mean, just finish the, the six, you were good to go. And then the worst part is that he, has, he allows a double and they score two runs. The Rays end up going up four to two in that six. They take him out of the game. And then the sixth inning was just a, it was bad. The final score was 11 to two. The The Martins just got smoked yesterday. So you're hoping that even if they win 1-0 today against the Rays, it would be great because the Marlins are still in the wild card race. There's still 30 games left. The problem is we're going to have some pretty tough games. We're going to be playing the Phillies, which are literally red hot right now. We have to play the, the Dodgers, which have always been red hot. And you're just wondering, can the, you know, can the Marlins really just get on a roll? They need to get on a roll if they want to go to the playoffs. They're still in the wild card push. I still, I only think they're three and a half games back from the last spot. So if the Dolph, I mean, the, the Marlins could do it, that would be brilliant. We need them to go to the playoffs because, man, we had the Dolphins go to the playoffs. We had the Mar, uh, the 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 Panthers go to the finals. We had the Heat go to the finals. It's like, come on, Marlins, we just need to make it to the playoffs, and then anything can happen. So we'll see what happens. And then, last but not least, no crazy big Miami Heat news, but the Miami Heat news that I wanted to talk about is Jovic. And he had a perfect game yesterday with Serbia. And if you're not if you're not sure who that is, that is Miami, the Miami Heat's first round pick from two seasons ago. I mean last season. And he hit a perfect game yesterday. He went nine for nine from the field, five for five from three point shooting, and led all scores with 25. Now the reason why I bring his name up is because he was in the consideration if we want to get Damian Lillard, that he would be on the on the table to get traded. So you're talking about Jovic, you're talking about Hero, you're talking about Jaime Hawkins Jr., you're talking about all these players, right? Do the Miami Heat not get Damian Lillard and they just continue going forth with the team that we have? I feel like last year in the finals, we needed that push. And imagine they put Jovic into the game. Maybe it could have changed things. If Hero was healthy and he was playing, maybe something could have happened. I know that if we get Damian Lillard, we could be a like we could literally probably be the favorite to go to the final. But man, if you like Jovic is only 19. You know what I'm saying? Adebayo's 26, Hero's like 23. You know, we have such a young squad and they're all buckets. I'll just tell you that they're all buckets. If Miami does not trade Dame for Damian Lillard and they do not get Dame I wouldn't be sad. I mean, I wouldn't be sad. I wouldn't be mad. This team is great. I know that Eric Spolstra, he, he cooks every single time. Whether and, if he, and he knows that if he messes up once, he ain't going to mess up again. Let the man cook. I think we're going to not get Damian Lillard. Maybe in the, in the, if the season's going bad, then I can see everybody getting traded. But 
for now, I think the Heat are fine. And because I was talking about Jovic, the USA has been playing really, really good. And what I hate is the fact that, the, you know, in the Olympics, Team USA goes out and they actually throw some superstars. We, we throw out Devin Booker. We throw out Kevin Durant. We have Draymond Green. I know people might not think Draymond Green's a superstar. I won't say he is, but he is going to be a future Hall of Famer eventually. He has a brilliant mind for defense, and he knows how to read everybody. So we had such we, we always send out our best squad to represent the Olympics, but we never, ever, ever send out a great squad to the World Cup. The reason why, I have no idea. But f- like nobody here in the United States, they, they take the, the, the World Cup seriously. They never do. And that's one of the things that sort of pisses me off because you want to send the best of the best out there. And I understand maybe they don't want to play. Obviously, it's like they're going to be away from their family. But I trust USA, obviously. I mean, they have a great staff. But, man, you know, you you want to send your best players out there. You want them to represent the United States. There was one player that runs, and he was talking about that. Why is the NBA championship called the, the best basketball team in the world? And then everybody went off on this guy because the NBA is the best league. So I understand where everybody's going. But man, I feel like if, if the NBA, like you just got to send your best players. You want to you wanna win that World Cup. And I wish that people here in the United States took this, you know, take it more seriously. The FIFA World Cup, I get it, is international. So is the FIBA World Cup. But FIFA is something else. And here in the United States, man, everybody goes crazy for it. So I'm thinking... Yo, you guys should go crazy for this too. It should be televised. Like, it is, but not everybody tunes in. <sighs> it sort of sucks. You just want more basketball because I miss it. I really do miss basketball season. Basketball season for me doesn't pick up until, like, probably Christmas Day. And then it continues because that's when it starts getting good. But I feel like right now football season's about to start. Everybody's talking about football. Basketball is usually on the, on the back burner. So it is what it is. Excuse the Miamians, episode 13 has been a good one. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It has been probably the longest episode we've ever done. There's a lot, there was a lot of news to cover. So sorry I was gone for about three or four days. I'd rather just get every, you know, every little single inch of, you know, news in just one episode. And I mean, if you're driving right now and you're listening to my voice, I hope you're enjoying it because I'm not screaming into the microphone like I usually do on my live streams. But I can't wait. The blog is going to be coming out soon. I'm almost done with it. And I will have, you know, somebody like looking after it, like an editor. So it's pretty funny. But it's going to be a great blog. I can't wait for it. I did start my own website for it. But I won't drop that until I do the blog. So I'll let you guys know about it. But anyway, thank you guys so much for for listening. I almost said watching. For listening. And I hope you guys just have a beautiful, beautiful day. I might be making another episode for Inter Miami tonight. So if you do listen to both episodes, do appreciate it. But let's go Inter Miami, boys. We got to win. All right. Excuse the Miamians. Out. Follow on, on Twitter at Love Miami Sports. Catch you guys in the next one.